You are listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers of Lens. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of First Gen Teacher Lens. I know there's been a delay in our episodes, but I'm still, again, in the swing of things of being back in school. But in this episode, something occurred to me, I want to say on Monday, um, about the the social-emotional health of our kids right now. I feel like this year is completely different than other years, and a lot of my students seem to be struggling being back in school and just getting back into the daily routine and i want to talk about it so listen up stay tuned and don't forget to like and subscribe wherever first gen teacher lens podcast is streaming peace this podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there you can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast now let's get back to the episode Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of First Gen T-Shirts. This is episode 40. Um, This episode's another sound off episode uh, where if you're new to this, I just talk about uh, something that's been ruminating in my mind for the past couple weeks or maybe it happened this week. And I've been gone for about two weeks now. Um, and sometimes it happens to take time off for two weeks just because dealing with stuff and uh, yeah but we're back but um, something that's been on my mind for the past two weeks is school started and I had a really rough week um, I want to say the second week and that's what kind of derailed like me posting an episode is me trying to figure out how to manage these situations but um, it just got me thinking you know I should make a an episode about it and social emotional health of students now and it it dawned on me that like our students aren't okay and we have to remind ourselves as educators that sometimes schools for certain kids are a safe haven of love empathy and things belonging and things that they lack within their personal lives. Uh, for some of them, you know, because some of my students do have rough backgrounds and, you know, they don't get those necessary healthy emotions from family members or peers that they might have um, in their inner circle. So they look to us to kind of fill that void um which it becomes a situation where it's it's endearing and it's awestruck i'm always awestruck by like how meaningful rapport can be once that social emotional uh, aspect is it is connected and 
um, basically what made me think about this episode was I had two incidents where one student was crying. Well, both students were crying. And one blatantly said, you know, that, and like, I believe this goes for a lot of kids right now. They're struggling to readapt into being an actual school building. So if you've been listening to the podcast, um, last year I was completely, or since the beginning of pandemic, I've been completely remote, just solely virtual. So the aspect of having the building and seeing students face to face is gone, and which some students really like because they weren't readily prepared to um, interact with anyone, if you will. Then I had another student where it was, I don't know how should I phrase this, but um, it was a situation where there was this object that was close to them and it's their personal belonging and like it, it got into an issue where like they're being insubordinate basically and i talked to my friend about this like just today and um he was like yeah when we did the this training on like you know dealing with homeless students like a lot of their possessions right are they're territorial he said like you know it's best to like disengage from that uh, and then like let them have ownership of their possessions and i was like yeah because like it makes sense because like i take something from you taking the act of taking moving um not having stability right that's a sense of fleeting or what have you is paramount for them and they don't want to feel like that because it, it riles them up and it, it creates a sense of of discomfort if you will for for these students and that's the same thing for this student not saying that she's homeless but um it, it garnered the same effect where emotional effect where i was just like okay clearly there's some um issues with attachment here um so i'm just gonna let her rock and then i brought in the school counselor and the counselor was like talking about um how busy she was you know just in the hallway and i was just like what do you mean and she was like yeah like a lot of kids like are not in the right social emotional health state right now and and like it it dawned on me i was just like i was just like yeah you know right i didn't i thought about that but i i also felt that like some of the kids like it kind of phased me uh, i want to say for for the first week because like a lot of kids seemed excited to be back right um enthralled that they were seeing uh certain students that they haven't seen in a while, even if it wasn't their friend, right? Let's say they weren't in their inner circle. Oh, I know that kid. Like, it's good to see him. It's good to, like, just be in the building. Like, I could chit-chat with whoever. I could chit-chat with my inner circle, outer circle, make new friends, and, like, enjoy just their social presence. And 
it was really um I'll say that day was really eye-opening in terms of like how students are coping now in terms of like every day I have to go to school um there's new kids uh that maybe adapting to this idea of like being in middle school now because my kids were out for a year and a half so they missed their first traditional year of middle school so it makes you think like wow being absent of this physical space really hindered a lot of their development and routines and in certain structures that they could have had if it wasn't for the pandemic and not saying that some some of the kids like have a, some good kids that are like a really attentive like you know on the ball on the money but you know there's just this overall fear of just interactive still during a pandemic um things not being disorderly like for example like what i noticed like kids uh getting frantic is like when things aren't um i want to say orderly for example like one kid was like what are we doing what are we doing what are you doing and it was about lunch and like i was just like just eat lunch in here because we have our kids eating lunch in our classrooms just to space them out because there's not enough room in the building but for certain kids that creates an emotional reaction where some of them was like i don't feel safe being in this confined space and eating with everybody else and i was like yeah i kind of get that because i don't even eat in the room when you guys are here and um that kind of really threw them off and it also threw me off like where I was just noticing like oh why aren't you eating and the kids like I just don't feel like comfortable like with everybody in here and like like COVID just being spread airborne as opposed to outside like you know there's more uh, freedom and more space to kind of um I want to say feel a sense of comfort according to CDC because like, kids are intuitive. Like they know what is actually in the now, like what has the CDC said and mandates that, that, that New York has given, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know. It just feels like this episode, um, just thinking about the social emotional health of our students now and it's dismal for, for me. Like if, if I were to give it, um, an accurate assessment of like a lot of kids are struggling now, whether they're back or still in virtual learning. Um, the um, a lot of my kids are struggling with like having the anxiety of like doing homework at home because they don't have adequate tech uh, technology, and it's gonna take them weeks to get their own Chromebooks and whatever they need. And a lot of parents are are like asking about that, but it just, again, adds gasoline to the fire where it's just like, when are we gonna 
actually have a sense of normalcy. So our students will feel those, I want to say, after effects, ripple effects of being a student in pandemic. And that's what like really, really dawned on me. I was like, we're teaching students who've gone through something that nobody has gone through in over a hundred years. And we have to be keen and uh, think retrospectively, like on like what's, what's the signs to look for if like a student is depressed, if a student is feeling anxiety, if a student is feeling a certain, um, certain kind of mood Right, and then that draws registers within our brain, right, to like act upon it. And I think for me, it's just that I'm overwhelmed with the sheer amount of problems that are in my school. Like for example, the dynamic is gotta be lunch is a huge problem where I use that period to like eat and kind of think about how I'm gonna adjust whatever I taught or how I am going to reach the next set of students uh, or in terms of tomorrow, right? Let's say they didn't get a concept, how will I re go back into that concept and scaffold? And it's just touch and go, like where even my own social emotions, like I'm drained every day and I was just like, man, this is, this is not a way to carry myself or carry um, this idea of work-life balance. And then I looked at it from the student aspect. I was like, are they going through the same thing? The answer is 100% yes. They are going through a sense of being overwhelmed, being flustered, being befuddled, being... um, trying being adaptive and and all these things are coming uh sped fast to their to their to themselves and they're like can i keep up and like i have a few students that like ask their question i tell them their questions have questions which it could get frustrating but it's because that fear of or that double down of anxiety like nothing is normal right now. So I just want to find normal and like school right now is somewhat, being in the building is somewhat normal. However, it's not because of other factors. You have to keep a mask on and things of that nature. And like even that, like the kids feel that they're being forced and it's punitive to wear the mask, which is realistically not. But that adds definitely adds a toll to um, certain pockets of population where, like, you know, you can see where the argument of, like, having stern mandates can be looked at, frowned upon. But not, I, I firmly believe not in this case. But just the act itself, oh, I got to wear mask school, I got to wear mask school, all around mask, is crippling our students. And I think that there should be approaches where we can have a reset with the students where, you know, 
we know this is going on. We know all these regulations are new um, and that we just have to do them and like we'll get past through them together. But it's so difficult because there are so many different problems going on. But what what struck me at those two students I mentioned earlier was like, okay, this is serious. Like besides the mass issue, besides everything else, like these kids are completely devoid of social emotional health. And who knows how many other students who are are like that and like, and like became undiagnosed. And I just want to say on the final note, like it's important for us as not only facilitators, but as human beings to keep in mind the social emotional welfare of our students and ourselves too. Like, cause we're, if we're not all right, then our students aren't all right. So that's, that's my two cents on this. Like definitely caught off surprise off guard by those two students earlier this week. But, um, you know, I tried to pull their nerves and they seem all right now, but I don't know about y'all, but I feel like there's a lot of students that are, are not, have not reached out in terms of talking through this uh, avenue. So if you're a listener, definitely listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating. Hopefully it's positive. And you can find my podcast wherever other stream platforms are, Spotify, Anchor and um, playing in the other ones, but it's streaming. Just Google Fresh and Teacher Lens, and I hope to see you soon. Peace. Thank you for having listened to the first, first gen, gen teachers, teachers lens. lens. We'll see you here next time.